And we are live. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Swahili Sunday. And if you are listening after the fact, thank you so much for listening in. And today, Swahili Sunday is going to continue in the series I mentioned previously that I was going to talk about from my book, uh, The Go Pink Rules of Engagement, Five Foundational Principles for Taking Control of the Handlebars of Your Life. And today's, oh, you know, I probably should put the... Let me create a banner for that so you can see what the actual thing is we're talking about today. It's on the spot. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. So today, so there were five, there's five uh, foundational principles for taking control of the handlebars of your life. The first one, which we're going to talk about today is turn negative self-talk to powerful self-talk. And before we jump into that, I'll give you a little update on the ladies. I think this is yesterday was 31st. I need to get with Layla to see what the president decided as far as continuing restrictions for, for people in Kenya. I didn't look that up this morning. George is up here, as you can see his tail right here. He likes to... Get off of the stuff, George. He's been very clingy. So uh, many of you know I've been taking care of. No, you've got to get off of that, dude. I've been taking care of my son's dog while he was away. And he's back now. So um, George hasn't been able to cling to me as much. And so now he's being very clingy. So he's like right here. like <laughs> He's right there. And uh, I'm surprised Meow Mix hasn't jumped up here to be on camera. She usually likes to be on camera. So anyway, uh, as I've said, mentioned, because of the spread of COVID cases in Kenya, they had locked some of the areas down. Again, one of them being the area where the ladies are working and uh, makes it hard for them to be able to sell because all the street markets are closed. You can't sell on the street like they were doing. And so they can't earn any income there. So we are... Um, we are still raising funds for food packs for them, but we also, school is starting next week and we're, we're, uh, I don't have the funds for it in the account. So we're trying to raise some funds for the late, uh, three of the, three of the kids plus two street kids. So we have five kids that we're sponsoring to go, uh, to cover their school, school fees right now. And the plan is to cover more school fees. So if you're inclined to donate, for food packs or for school fees, any amount will help. It is a nonprofit 501c3. So basketsandbeatskenya.org. I'll mention it again at the end in case you are interested in that. Uh, last, uh, I just got back from Vegas. I went to Vegas Friday and came back yesterday for the celebration of life ceremony of Shirley Hunt, my friend Shelly Hunt's mother who passed away earlier this year. And she did a celebration of life. And every time you do a celebration of life and you, they had a beautiful video and Shelly spoke and Cheyenne, her daughter, uh, which was, she, she went by Ma. She, I called her Ma. So everybody called her Ma. She didn't want to be called Grandma. She liked being called Ma. Uh, they shared, and also Bob Proctor shared just some tidbits of about them, what they learned from her and, and how their their life's lives interacted. And it just makes you think of how 
short of a time we really have here and to not take any of it for granted. And it's easy to take for granted when you get caught up in the day-to-day busyness of life. So uh, and one of the things that happens a lot in lives, and I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people that I've spoken to, a lot of people that I've, I've shared this content with, a lot of people that I've told my story to have had this same problem with negative self-talk. And for me, if any of you don't know my story, I grew up with two alcoholic parents. My mother died of alcoholism when I was 12, but the disease took hold of her before she died. So my whole childhood was wreaked in chaos and havoc. And there were my, both my parents would get drunk and fight. And my mother would threaten to send me away to boarding school. And she called me names. She always called me a hellion or a spoiled brat. And she was going to send me away and get out of her sight. Those are the things that I remember her saying to me. She never told me she loved me. She never did anything to boost me up. It's a miracle of God that I, <laughs> I have the peace that I have today. But I had to do a lot of work uh, to get through that, to release that, that stuff. And uh, so I used to have this negative self-talk in my head that was my mother's voice telling me you're no good. I mean, the children need to be encouraged and need to have some kind of encouragement from their parents or some kind of love. And I didn't have that. My father sat basically and let her kind of wreak havoc around. And then when she died, he just sat on the couch, drank beer, smoked cigarettes and didn't didn't parent me at all. Didn't give me any parenting advice, except when I when I would get in trouble, he'd yell at me. And um, I I dropped out of high school at 16 because it's like nobody cared what I did. And I was running with the wrong crowd. And kind of heading down loser's path. And I saw this commercial about the Air Force. I'd gotten my GED and decided, well, maybe that was a good way I could go to college because I didn't have money to pay to go to college. And and I thought maybe college would help me. I don't know. I didn't know. I was kind of making a lot of decisions on my own because I didn't have any, um, any guidance. And so I got in the Air Force and I did really well in the Air Force. Uh, the Air Force really helped me. And um, it really, really saved me professionally, but emotionally, I was still a mess because I hadn't dealt with growing up in an alcoholic family. Anybody who knows anything about growing up in addiction, any type of addiction, whether it's alcoholism, drug addiction, there's all kinds of chaos that goes with that. And there's a lot of things that you need to do. I mean, I took on some of the behaviors I learned from my parents, even though I wasn't an alcoholic and I've not had that problem. Thankfully, I have other things that I struggle with and they, that, but when I started to do some recovery work on myself, I actually went to, um, it was an all fellowship. It was put on by a guy and through AA and we went through the big book of alcohol, alcoholics anonymous, but, it was all fellowships. And he was just like said, replace alcoholic with whatever you are. So I was, I was an Al-Anon. I was, so I was in Al-Anon and I did a lot of, um, a lot of things to kind of realize that I had a lot of the behaviors of an alcoholic because I grew up with two of them. And what I, what used to happen to me every morning, I would look in the mirror and I would hear my mother's voice. Who do you think you are? You're high school dropout. You're no good. Now this, this, this was all through like my air force career. I had to fight this every morning, even after I got a college degree, even after I was at the rank of master sergeant, the, the voice kind of started to 
diminished some, but there was still that doubt, that negative self-talk, that stuff that I would tell myself and I would just put myself down and I would think that I was a loser and I would think that I was no good and all that. And it just all came and stemmed from my parents. So when, like, if you've ever read the book, The Five Love Languages or The Five Love Languages of Children, uh, the five love languages, my love language is words of affirmation. And I think that's because I never got any. And it's, it's, it was really a hard thing to overcome after being told I was no good and I was a loser and then being in relationships, which I sought out unconsciously. I sought out relationships that would uh, perpetuate that idea that I was a loser and no good. So the negative self-talk I had in my head was constant daily, day in, day out. It's something that I really had to, when I started to do the work to heal from all of that, it was something that I had to work really hard to uh, overcome and get past and replace it with tools that would turn the negative self-talk to powerful self-talk that would uplift me. Does that stuff still come at me sometimes? Yes, because uh, there's a there's a scripture that talks about putting on the full armor of God so you can fight the fiery arrows of the devil. Well, we were talking about this in my veterans group on Wednesday at church that the the devil knows which fiery arrows to throw at you. And me, he throws the things that I'm no good, that I'm a loser. And, and if I'm not armored up, those things can hit. And even if I am arm, armored up, it, things like that still hurt me. Like for instance, there was a, a, there's a big veterans conference that I got rejected for. And it just, or somebody else might think, Oh, so what? No big deal. But to me, it just really hurt because it's like, okay, I'm part of the veterans community and I can't get even get the veterans community to support my business. It's like, why, why does this keep happening? And, and so I, I got upset about it. It just, and it deals with my self-worth and I have to fight that. And, and it's just something that I always have to kind of be armored up against because it always comes at me to uh, derail me and take me off. But uh, so I wanted to share with you some of the things that I did to actually turn that negative self-talk to powerful self-talk. One of the things I did, we're going to talk about in a little bit is this life changing procedure by Zig Ziglar. And uh, if I'm going to read it in a little bit, if you want a copy of this, you can PM me or email me at Eldana at basketsandbeadskenya.com. I will put that email or if Elizabeth, if you could put that email up there, Eldana at basketsandbeadskenya.com. And I will send you one of these. It's also going to be in the blog post on Monday because Monday's blog is going to be about this too. And I'm going to embed this video in the blog, but I'm also going to write about it and include this life-changing procedure and some things that you can do to turn that negative self-talk around. Because if you don't get a handle on that, man, it can take you out. It can take you out. It can keep you from going forward and doing things. It can keep you from like, oh, I can't do this. I'm just not, I'm going to quit. Uh, it, it could have kept me from going for, I, had, I don't know, I didn't know anything about a fair trade business and there were a lot of doubts and I still don't know a lot. I'm still learning every day, but I could have, my self-talk could have derailed me and stopped this whole thing that I'm doing in Kenya. Then, then where would we be? Those women wouldn't have the opportunities to have their products sold here in the U.S. By the way, I am wearing a uh, primary color paper bead necklace today and it's very colorful against my navy blue t-shirt. So uh, add a pop of color to your 
wardrobe by putting a paper bead necklace all hand rolled by the ladies of Baskets and Beads. Check it out at basketsandbeadskenya.com. Anyway, what I wanted to do today instead of doing a Swahili word, and Layla, if you're listening, you're probably going to laugh because I'm going to read something from the Swahili Bible and attempt to read it in Swahili like an American that doesn't know Swahili does. Um, so you can you can get a good laugh out of this. But my my favorite scripture having to do with the words that we say to ourselves and to others, I think it's primarily meant for others, but I've also considered it to be for our, ourselves is Proverbs 16, 24, which says, says, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. And I'll read that in Swahili, which is, me, 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 I don't know if it's me thought, me thali, 1624. Uh, ni kama sega la asili, ni tamu nafsini na afya mifupani. That's hopefully I said that right, which is kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, and healthy for the body. Now, think about that. Okay, kind words, yeah. I have a sign up here that says be kind right up here over my desk because um, uh, Jinga means idiot in Swahili. And I have a hard time when people are just idiots, like like you send them something and they don't answer the question you send or they that you send them the information and they ask you for the information. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to be kind. I have to understand where this person's coming from. I have somebody I'm dealing with that does not seem to be able to respond appropriately to emails. They want to talk to me on the phone and I send an email before I start my job and I can't talk on the phone during the day because I have a job. I'm, I have to do uh, a job and it, it's very interesting. I want to talk to you. No, you don't need to talk to me. It's right here in writing. I don't understand. So um, I have to say kind words in, instead of um, not so kind words. So when you say, and you turn it into yourself, think about this. Okay, if kind words are like honey, if that's sweet to your soul and healthy for your body, whether it's to somebody else or specifically to yourself, because we're talking about self-talk today, what, are, what do unkind words do? What do words do? You've probably seen the experiment, the water experiment, where they... Um, said kind words to water and they said nasty words to water and what it did to the water molecules was um, uh, incredible. The kind words had beautiful mo molecules that looked like snowflakes and other beautiful things and the unkind words water was just all distorted and destructive. So you got to think about what that does to your body. If you're saying unkind words not only to others, but let's talk about ourselves. If you're saying unkind words to yourself, if your self-talk is like, I'm no good, I'm a loser, who do I think I am? I can't do this, I'll, I'll never succeed, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm too skinny, I'm too old, I'm wrinkled, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, nobody wants me, nobody cares about me, I don't have any friends or whatever lies you want to tell yourself. Oh, I can't succeed in business. I'm not a good speaker. I can't get it together. I'm not a good pet mom, whatever. These are all things that could possibly come into my head. I can't garden worth beans. I have a gardener garden in my yard, which is very beautiful. But, you know, these are negative self-talk things that if I keep saying them to myself, they are going to make my body sick. 
And that's why it's very important, not only what you say to yourself, but what you watch, what you put into your yourself. I watch very little news. I'll look at a couple of things just to see what's going on, especially with COVID. Are we closed down? Do we got to wear masks? Do we not? What What's happening there? Maybe maybe some things in the economy. Most news is just meant to sensationalize and get you sucked into all that. And then even on social media, on any like Facebook, uh, Instagram, even LinkedIn, YouTube, what kind of things are you watching? Like you can go through YouTube. One of the things I like watching on YouTube is van conversions. I had this thing I want to do. I want to do van conversion one day and travel around. And so I watch a lot of those videos where they show people's van conversions or, or schoolie. I'd like to get a little mini school bus and completely trick it out and drive around and travel. And that, that's just something I'd love to do, but it would have to be kind of a bougie upscale kind of, I'd have to have AC and heat. It, I would, would insulate it and, I'd have to have a shower and a toilet in there and things like that. So I'm watching these positive videos about that. And, and every now and then I'll watch a video cause I'm a conservative. I'll watch somebody's commentary just to see what they have to say. But I, I limit myself on that stuff because it can get pretty uh, down the rabbit hole kind of thing. So, but when you go to that or another one I like to watch is, um, you know, just anything positive, uplifting where we're, we're there's like where they rescued a, a pet. Um, I think it's called Dodo or something like that, where they rescue a pet and how the pet was, maybe it was a dog and it was really skinny and how they got it back to health. And it was now it's um, it's healthy and it's loved and it was adopted into a family or whatever. And I like to watch those positive kind of things, but even looking for those amongst that, you can see all the negativity out there. The people who have recorded somebody having a meltdown or the people who are, are saying negative stuff or something violent that's happened. I mean, it's all over the place and you have to watch that stuff because the amount of that stuff that you get inside you, you can only take in seven plus or minus chunks of information at a time. You take in that stuff, you keep taking in that stuff. That's what you're going to fill yourself up with. So you have to take the time to make sure that you don't fill yourself with that. Um, there's another proverb that says, uh, Proverb 4.23 says, let God renew your mind because your life is shaped by your thoughts. Thoughts are things. What you think about, you bring about. And you have to set your intention and think about things that you want, want to happen in your life. You have to think about, but you have to think about the positive things, not the negative things. You have to, have to focus on the positive and dwell on the positive and uh, say those kind words to yourself. And Let's see what else is there. Well, Proverbs 18:21, the tongue can bring life and death. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Another way to say that is the power of life and death is in the tongue. You can either lift yourself or even somebody else up or destroy yourself with your thoughts, with what you say to yourself. So that's why your self-talk is so important. This isn't like some, oh, I don't know, you, new age buzz thing or whatever. This is something that you really need to get at your core. Your foundation needs to, to be set on saying positive, powerful things to yourself and lifting yourself up. So what can you do if you in fact have, uh, don't have that, you, you have the, the negative self-talk going like I did, 
when I first started doing some recovery work on myself to heal from all the trauma I'd experienced in my life, I mean, my mother did things like she slammed my face into a wall and gave me a black eye in the sixth grade. And um, she would go through my room regularly and ransack it and throw away what she thought should be thrown away. And then if I didn't have things put away the way she thought they should be, she piled the rest of it right at my door. So um, I, I, I swore and I never did. I never did. Actually, what I let with my kids, I let their room be their room. I encouraged them to clean it, to make their bed. I let their rooms be their room and let them arrange it however they wanted. If they wanted uh, stuff all over the place, that was their choice. If they wanted to have it clean, whatever, that was their choice. And I think that came from the way my mother treated me. She would go through my room regularly and I would go out to the trash and have to pick my things out of the trash that she threw away that she thought was junk. Like I loved art and I loved to draw and color things. And um, I still do that today. I have one of those, some of those coloring books that you have all the things you can color in. That's a, that's a respite kind of thing for me to do. Uh, so I, I had like, I had my little things that I did and she just thought, Oh, this is trash. I'm going to throw it away. And I would have to go as a kid, dig the stuff out of the trash. And um, yeah, that was, that was interesting. So I, I let my kids have their space as their space and I didn't invade that unless of course there was something that I needed to look at that if they were doing something I thought they shouldn't be or whatever. But um, so I had a lot of work to do to turn that negative self-talk around. And as I was going through the recovery process and realizing how much negativity I had towards myself, I had to do something. And I, I found, gosh, one of the first motivational speakers that I heard was Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar was an amazing leadership and motivational spe speaker. I got to see him speak, I think it was 2004, 2004, 2005, 2000. That's about the time I really started to do some work on myself. And I, so I bought his CD set. And in the CD set was this thing called a life-changing procedure. Now, like I said, if you want a copy of this, you can email me at eldana at basketsandbeadskenya.com. And it will also be up on the blog post tomorrow. But this one procedure, and Zig was an, uh, an amazing speaker, but he was also somebody who had, he was, uh, he had a lot of faith. He, he was, had his faith was rooted in his faith in Jesus. And he, uh, but he created this life-changing procedure and I've got permission to use it. I actually used it in my book. I have permission from the Ziegler corporation to use this. And when I do trainings, when I do speaking or whatever, but, um, uh, I actually went to search for it this morning and I didn't find this format. This is the format that came in his, uh, his, products. I don't know if it still does, but I'm going to read it to you. And I'm going to, there's a place for each one of these. It says, I insert your name and the instructions at the bottom. Oh, the, the instructions aren't on uh, instructions here. Um, you're, you're supposed to do this like every morning and every night. So it says the eyes are the window of the soul. So to the person you are capable of becoming, each evening, just before you go to bed, stand in front of a mirror alone. Now, why you do it? Why would you do this in the evening? You do this because you want to put something like this into your mind before you go to sleep. And I always say my prayers before I go to sleep as well. But if you say this, um, 
and in the morning. But if you say this, if you say this right before you go to sleep, you don't have any time to put any other nonsense in there. So you like if you're watching anything on TV or movies or online or whatever, if you make this the last thing that your mind hears before you go to sleep, you'll be sleeping and hearing this. Um, this will be in your subconscious. It'll be in your uh, in your body, and you'll be able to to hear this. Your body will receive it. Your cells will receive it, just like the the water experiment. Your body is uh, made up of cells, and your being will hear this. So, at and you'll go to bed with this on your mind, and then you so you look at yeah and in the first person present tense you look yourself in the eye so you look in the mirror when i do this with people i used to have them do it uh to each other say it to each other but it, it's a lot harder to say it to yourself so i actually hand out mirrors to people and have them look at themselves go to a corner of a room and look at themselves and say this to themselves uh, so, uh, look at yourself in the eye and repeat with passion and enthusiasm, paragraphs A, B, C, and D. It's just the, all the paragraphs here. Repeat this process every morning and every evening from this day forward. Within one week, you will notice remarkable changes in your life. After 30 days, there's another little add-on to it you can contact me for. But I did this for like 90 days straight, and I still do it now and then when I start to get that, because I've done a lot of work, and I I have a good grip on the negative self-talk. It doesn't come up like it used to. This really stopped it. I used to remember hitting my, when I would hear that, I would hit my hand on the steering wheel of my car and be like, stop it. And then I found this and I started saying this to myself and it changed my whole belief system about who I was. And there, there is something in here that says I'm a person who's sober and sobriety does not have anything to do with, uh, or it doesn't have as much to do with a substance as it does to do with a state of mind. Look up the word sober in the dictionary and you'll find that. So, and I've had people that they've changed this and tweaked it with a couple of different words. I mean, I, you can do that, but the make sure the premise is still the same, but I think this still holds true. I think he probably created this early on in his career. And um, actually, he tells a story about somebody who stole a package of his CDs, a CD set when there were still CDs and tell you how long ago that was. And he actually, the guy went home, opened them up, had this, started saying this to himself. And after about a week of saying this to himself, he contacted the Ziegler Corporation and asked to pay for those CDs because he couldn't live with himself because of what this had done. To, it made him feel like, okay, I'm not an honest person. I've been dishonest. So he went and made that right. So I'm going to read this. It says, I, your name. I'm going to insert my name, but you would insert your name. And just listen to the words. These are the words that you would be saying to yourself. And I'm, I'm kind of looking at myself in the, the camera here. So this is kind of what you do. You hold it up and you look in the mirror. And I, Eldana Fernandez, am an honest, intelligent, organized, responsible, committed, teachable person who is sober, loyal, and clearly understands that regardless of who signs my paycheck, I am self-employed. I am an optimistic, punctual, enthusiastic, goal-setting, smart-working, self-starter who is disciplined, focused, dependable, persistent, positive thinker with great self-control, and am an energetic and diligent team player and hard worker who appreciates the opportunity my company and the free enterprise system offer me. I am thrifty with my resources and apply common sense to my daily tasks. 
I take honest pride in my competence, appearance, and manners, and am motivated to be and do my best so that my healthy self, mm, I can speak and read, my healthy self-image will remain on solid ground. These are the qualities who, which enable me to manage myself and help give me employment security in a non-job security world. I, Eldana Fernandez, am a compassionate, respectful encourager who is considerate, generous, gentle, patient, caring, sensitive, personable, attentive, fun-loving person. I am a supportive, giving and forgiving, clean, kind, unselfish, affectionate, loving, family-oriented human being, and I am a sincere and open-minded, good listener and good finder who is trustworthy. These are the qualities which enable me to build good relationships with my associates, neighbors, mate, and family. I, Eldana Fernandez, am a person of integrity <clears throat> with the faith and wisdom to know what I should do and the courage <clears throat> and convictions to follow through. I have the vision to manage myself and to lead others. I am authoritative, confident, and humbly grateful for the opportunity life offers me. I am fair, flexible, resourceful, creative, knowledgeable, decisive, and an extra miler with a servant's attitude who communicates well with others. I am con a consistent, pragmatic teacher who with character and a finely tuned sense of humor. I'm an honorable person and am balanced in my personal, family and business life and have a passion for being, doing and learning more today so I can do and have more tomorrow. These are the qualities of the winner I was born to be and I am fully committed to developing these marvelous qualities with which I have been entrusted. Tonight, I'm going to sleep wonderfully well. I will dream powerful, positive dreams. I will awaken energized and refreshed Tomorrow's going to be magnificent and my future is unlimited. Recognizing, claiming, and developing these qualities, which I already have, gives me a legitimate chance to be happier, healthier, more prosperous, more secure, have more friends, greater peace of mind, better family relationships, and legitimate hope that the future will be even better. And in the morning, well, today is the morning, so you would add this. These are the qualities of the winner I was born to be, and I will develop and use these qualities to achieve my worthy objectives. Today is a brand new day, and it's mine to use in a marvelously productive way. That's quite a lot of things to say, but I tell you, after saying that, because I haven't done that in a while, I can feel it in here. It, I can feel how it empowers me to believe in myself and believe that that any negativity that happened to me, I, I posted uh, a comment by Nightbird. And if you haven't seen that, um, that audition on America's Got Talent, go, go to YouTube and put in Nightbird. And she has a lot of great things to say. But one of the things she said is, I'm so much more than the bad things that happened to me. And I can definitely say I've had a lot of bad things happen to me from my childhood to assault and um, abuse in the military and sexual harassment and other things that happened to me after I got out of the military. But I am so much more than those things. And those things were a blip on my life. I'm not going to let those bad things ruin the possibility of me having a good, happy, joyous, and free and productive life. I have peace of mind. And my peace of mind started with this little life-changing procedure and the other work that I did. I've coached a lot of people using this to have a better view of themselves, feel better about who they are, be more uplifted and, and empowering for themselves. And I, I, I just felt led to actually share all these every week with you. Um, this week being turned negative self-talk to powerful self-talk. Next week is going to be release resentment, which is another powerful thing. Because if you have resentment in your, in your body, in your mind, you cannot 
get to a place where you feel peaceful, happy, joyous, and free. And I can honestly say, even though life is still a struggle, there's still things that happen. I would love for baskets and bees to be more. I mean, I, I don't have enough funds in the account to fund both the food packs and the five kids for school fees that I want to fund and more going forward. I want to make sure all of the children that are ladies that if that until they can really start earning income and cover all those costs, that their children have an opportunity to go to school and get educated, which is, um, you know, so I get, I get down about that. Again, basketsandbeadskenya.org if you want to donate to that. But I get down about the fact that uh, it's just not there yet. It's just not where I want to be. But that doesn't mean that I'm a loser or I'm a horrible person or I've done anything wrong. And even if I do screw up and make a mistake, I'm human and it's okay. I mean, I have to do the things to make it right. I can't like do something that may harm somebody or say something nasty to somebody if I do or do something dumb or whatever. I mean, I'm human. I've done things like that before. I don't do that regularly, thankfully, but um, it, I'm human. I slip up sometimes, but I make it right. So it doesn't stay in here. I'm not carrying it in here. And it's not something that's then going to fire at me and tell me I'm no good. And I'm this and I'm that and whatever. But let me tell you, doing this twice a day, I did this twice a day for 90 days in the beginning. And now I have it in my bathroom and I, I don't do it every single day. Maybe I should start doing it every day again, but just doing it that one time, just reading it here for you makes me feel better inside about who I am knowing that, that God didn't make junk. God made me a special person and gave me special qualities and special gifts, just like he did you. Each and every one of us have a special gift that we can use. You may not have the calling to go serve people in Kenya. I mean, when it, when it was first came upon me that I was going to serve these women, I'm like, God, could you have called me somewhere a little closer? It takes a long time to get there, but you, you, you have a specific purpose for you. Maybe your purpose is just with somebody in your neighborhood or in your family, or who knows, maybe you're called to help animals or called to help children or the homeless or veterans or whoever walk in that calling, but you have to get rid of that negative self-talk that tells you you can't do it in order to, um, in order to be able to do it and go forward. So I'm going to leave you with a couple of questions to ask yourself. And this is going to be in the blog post as well that I will put up. That's going to go up tomorrow that I haven't finished writing yet, but <laughs> I'm saying it on here. So I'm making a commitment that I will write it. So these are some questions to ask yourself. And I, I do this in my trainings too. And it's very funny to, to have people repeat the question back to me. And they, so the question, the first question is, what do I absolutely love about myself? Not like, not just love, absolutely loved. What do I absolutely love about myself? What I, I'll share one thing. I love my hair. I love my hair. Like, I am so happy that I let it go. I guess you wouldn't call this gray. I'm happy that I let it go white. I mean, underneath it's gray, but on top it's white. This is my natural color. I'm so, I love it. That's something I absolutely love about myself. And another thing is that I love my heart for the, the ladies in Kenya and for my animals. I love uh, that I'm able to have a nice garden. Those are some things I absolutely love about myself. Not like you have to say, what do I love about yourself? Most people don't think about 
what they love about them. You have to, you have to love who you are before you can give love to anybody else. Another question to think about is what do I love about blank somebody? What do I love about my son? What do I love about my daughter? I, what do I love about, um, you know, my, one of my friends, what do I love about my cat? My cat, George, what do I love about him? He's right here. He's loyal. He purrs a lot. He loves me. I love uh, both my kids, their work ethic, their, uh, their integrity, their stick-to-itiveness, their go-getting, go-getiveness, their ability to um, have critical thinking skills. There's so many things I love about them. So you think about, you ask that question to, your, to yourself about what do I love about somebody and name somebody. And then finally, which maybe should be first, but you have to love yourself first and love other people before you can actually go and do a service. What have I done to be of service today? Now, like I said, that doesn't mean you have to go off to Kenya or some other country, but what have you done to be of service today? Did you walk by the trash and pick it up that somebody left? That's being of service to the, the planet. That's being of service to your community. Or did you, like I've done sometimes, there are people in my neighborhood that leave their dog poop and it, it frustrates the heck out of me that I pick up the dog poop from our dog. Why can't they do the same? But sometimes I'll take an extra bag and if I see dog poop, I'll pick it up. That's being of service that it doesn't necessarily have to be some grandiose thing, or maybe you let somebody in. Okay. If any of you are listening from Southern California, you know, this on the freeway, there's this game that we play here in Southern California of not letting anybody in on the freeway. So somebody puts on a blinker, you wonder why people, I, I was asked by somebody who doesn't live here, why don't people use blinkers here? Uh, because when you put on a blinker that says you're going to turn, I still do it anyway, but you'll see the person behind you floor it to catch up and cut you off. It, so you might just not have that, oh, I'm not going to let you in and just back off and let them in. That's being of service. That's That could actually prevent a road rage incident. So that so some way, how have you been of service? So what do I absolutely love about myself? What do I love about pick one person? And what have I done to be of service today? And, you know, being of service also could just be picking up your phone and sending a text message to somebody saying, hey, you're awesome or I was thinking about you, I miss you. So, or it could be something like what I'm doing in Kenya, or it could be making a donation to an organization such as Baskets and Beads or another organization. Anything that you're doing outside of yourself being of service. So um, again, I'll just close with, if you are interested in the life-changing procedure and if you're joining after I talked about that, you can go back and listen to me read this. This is going to be in the blog post that's released tomorrow, or you can contact me at Eldana at Baskets and Beads Kenya, and I'm happy to send you a copy of this. And I'd love to hear your uh, progress with this because anybody who's actually taken this on and done this for, um, that reminds me, I know somebody I'm going to send this to right now. Anybody who's done this and actually taken it on and done this for at least 30 days, I did it for 90 straight and then sporadically. And I've been doing it sporadically since 2005. I've been using this tool since 2005. I haven't changed it. Some people do, but this is something that will turn the negative self-talk in your head away. It will stop it. I, I am living proof of that because I had so much of that coming at me and I had to do something to actually stop it. So if you uh, want that, you can email me again if you want to donate for our school kid fees or our food packs because uh, they're still locked down over there. 
as far as I know, I think they were supposed to make a decision about that this weekend. So I'll have to go research and see if they did. But given the fact that a lot of other countries are still uh, locking down or like we're here in the U.S. requiring masks again and things like that, I would expect that their restrictions are going to continue, which means that we will still be providing food packs for uh, the long haul until their sales get up over there and our sales get up over here. So awesome sauce. All right, everybody. Next week, like I said, we're going to be focusing on uh, releasing resentment. And resentment is the poison that you that we take that we think kills other people, but it really kills our spirit. So join me next week and then also join me for Fair Trade Friday. Until then, you guys have a great week and it was so good to, to be here today. Nakupenda.